Um, hmm. Welcome to Under the Blanket with your host, Baba Here Love. And I am nobody special. We're all the same. And uh, as they say, pleasure, pain, loss, gain, fame, shame. It's all the same. And uh, consider not listening to this podcast. Just let the listening happen. And uh, it's you don't have to sit there and analyze. Was it good? Is it bad? Is it interesting? Is it not? This, that, put it in categories and put it somewhere in your head. Just let it, like, just wash over you. It's all all right. It's all all right. And I have today, Rich is back on the podcast. He's been on the show before. Here I am. Yeah, and here we are. This is the moment. And uh, we're under Mirage's blanket and all that. And uh, I just feel like this is what's coming out. So, Joe Rogan, we talked about him before. And. He's the my pretend podcast nemesis because I see it and, you know, we're all one. So I'm Joe Rogan as much as all the uh, people he offends, as much as, uh, you know, the galaxy and all the people and all the levels and angels and demons, the whole works. It's all the same. So uh, there is no there's no separation there. But like, you know, just to have like a cosmic joke kind of view about it. He's my nemesis and i'm representing love and not being special and we're all one and he's the real leader of the the white fragile white man and they're walking along and they're just like yay rogan our white daddy (laughs) and they go daddy rogan daddy rogan and then he says eat elk meat they all eat milk meat elk meat every day anyway he was in the news did you hear about this I, you know, like anytime I go to Google, like it seems like every time I go to Google, there's like a story about him. And, and it's funny because I'm thinking like, you know, this guy, he's not he's not like a professional. Like, it's not like he's like a guy who like is like a Ph.D. or anything. So I don't understand like why people take his words as so like, oh, my God, he said this or he said that when this is just like a dude like. I mean, if he was, uh, you know, like some type, he claimed to be some type of guru or he is like a PhD in microbiology and he was saying this stuff, I could kind of see how people would get like really frustrated. But this guy is like kind of just like a average dude, like that fights, like did fighting and comedian, uh, he was a comedian. So I don't know, like what, what has happened lately? I've not, I don't actually, I didn't read any of the stories and, uh, I've kind of like removed media out of my life. So I really don't know what's happening in the world. Can you tell me? Oh, uh, well, well, you know, that isn't what's happening. That's just like a little fraction of a fraction of a fraction of what's going on. There's billions of other people on the planet. And what is the media mainstream and alternative? All of it focuses on little this person, that person. You're like, you're saying we're, you know, really, there's so many other people besides Joe Rogan on that level, the one manifests as the many. Why is he hoisted up into so, so important what he says? And that's what happened on the, I saw, I just saw on my feed where he, uh, he was, uh, someone clipped together different podcasts where he said the N word. And, oh, wow. you know, that, like, I suspected as, you know, a lot of people probably did that he was racist and all that and struggled with sexism and racism on an ego level. 
and all that kind of stuff. And he put together, and then they took off some of his episodes that he said that, and it was this whole big controversy about it. And, you know, uh, I appreciate that people want to, you know, go after people saying that. Whatever. That's part of it, too. Mm-hmm. It's all, all yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. You know, and uh, uh, I don't... I, just the taking off the shows, I don't know if that will help anybody. Will it help to remove... Like, that's a good question, right, Rich? Does removing people saying racist stuff help to combat lessen racism because they don't have a way to say it so does that help is that good is that bad i mean what's your perspective on that um is that good or bad i don't know i feel like it's it might be good to like the the slightest degree like maybe like not like a noticeable difference it's not gonna like make an impact on society or anything but i mean maybe like Actually, I don't even know if it will. It's it's a good question though. Um, I was I think I the other day I was thinking about this how I think like ninety percent of society is basically kind of just in like autopilot mode, uh, like going through the motions, robotic, uh, and and you know then you have about nine percent of society who I think is like kind of pretty aware of like their surroundings, what's going on, and then you have like one percent who are like really on point with with just being super mindful and aware and i think that the joe grogan followers joe brogan is uh, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably about in, in that 90 percent range and uh, also when i do say like 90 percent of people are going through the motions and robotic i'm not saying those people are any less than people who are not everybody is equal i believe but I do think a lot of people are just going through autopilot, going through the motions. People have no idea how to live. So they just like look to the people around them and go, oh, OK, I'll, I guess I'll do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, one and way I, to put that perhaps is, you know, being a machine in the illusion, meaning you think you're a person and you're separate and there's these forces of nature acting on you and desires and your the uh, situation you are born into and your whole scene and all that kind of stuff and you're it just it led to that person you're just like if there's certain stimuli you will act in this way and that's all that that like the 90s print just going along just like a puppet of nature of forces energies and so on and uh once you step back into that awareness you see there's no separation so you created all the live out all the parts and you have infinite power but not in a way that I have power and you don't. We all have it. It's a sh- you see, it's like the cosmic joke uh, often put this way. Is Jesus said, if you have but faith, you can move mountains, right? And you go, mm-hmm. oh, well, I want to get faith. I want to get spiritual. I want to get the power. And then you're get, trying to get the power. Finally, you get the power and you see you put the mountain there. So you get why the mountain's there, why it's exactly like that. Why would you move it? In fact, when you get up and walk away from meditating with the mountain and you move, the mountain moves because you are one with the mountain and that That sort of thing. And what has to die, I think, what has to die is the enemy is not, say, a person or racism. or It's like a mentality, I feel. There's this American, American with three Ks, cracker mentality. And that mentality mm-hmm. of me, don't trade on me, and there's us and them, that isn't just white people. In fact, you'll see it a lot in white people, but you'll see it in American white people especially. 
But mm -hmm. you look around, everybody can have that. Rich, poor, anyone could potentially have that mentality. It's just oftentimes yes. you see it the most in, say, the billionaires. They seem the most of that mentality to the extreme. But, you know, mm -hmm. uh, what can we do about it, right? Isn't it just, like, unfolding? Yeah, what can we do about it? I mean, I, I figure, like, I... I could help by trying to challenge society. I've kind of realized recently, like we haven't talked in a while, but I've been really getting very deep and, and deeply involved in art. Uh, I, I have an alias art name that I go by Novel Hayoka. Uh, novel meaning, um, you know, something new or like a long story. And then Hayoka is the... Um, term that the Sioux native tribe gave to the uh, member of the tribe that was kind of like the trickster, the one who liked to uh, challenge people's beliefs, like kind of shake things up a bit. So uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I feel like that's kind of what my life purpose is going forward to like kind of um, break people out of this, this autopilot, this, the, the 90%, like increase it to bring people to that awareness level do you know what i'm saying yeah uh, i was recently you know i follow this jack kerouac thing and it was saying that uh william burroughs or one of the people in the beatnik group was saying um a famous author and all that he was saying that uh, he feels artists change society the most and you know i was i was reflecting on that i, I don't know if they changed it the most but that is a way to influence society and i think like who's to measure that i mean it really once you see how it's all like a web if you pluck one strand of the web the whole web vibrates i mean you know so i feel it's not so important numbers and how many you money you make with art or how many people you affect maybe there's one lady out there who's you know lonely and she's uh watching um uh, those uh, bachelorette bachelor shows every night like yeah. just just binging on them binging on them binging on them every night finally she goes on social media and she sees your art and for a moment she breaks out of just being a machine and the illusion and she sees she's in the moment and she feels a connection to everything and then it goes away and she goes you know, and eats ice cream and that's fine, you know, because it's like that's what, you know, it's like it's funny. I notice is that the sensory enjoying, I mean, it seems like it's built around everybody wants that bucket list the, in the machine and the illusion level. If they could rise up another enough level to not just survive and they are prospering, then they got to collect all these experiences of sensory trips and go here and go there and do this and do that. And then there's mm -hmm. people just trying to survive. And so it's hard, like both, like those are both machines in the illusion. And here we are behind that, you know? Very true. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what I was about to say. Um, well, you, you know, what I notice about that is, um, you know, if it comes back to you, just stop me. Yeah, uh, I, will, I will. It's just like, it is kind of like a caterpillar to butterfly. And it's like, everybody says, well, there's natural. Like I saw, you know, the hippie chick will be like, 
well, vaccines are unnatural and the computers are natural. And I look at crystals and I smell the flowers and that's natural, right? Well, mm-hmm. you know, from my perspective, it's all natural. So technology, society, money, all this stuff that's happening in the modern age, that's n- no different than the caterpillar and the butterfly. And we're kind of like in a cocoon on many levels and eventually will emerge as a butterfly that it would be hard for people to imagine like John Lennon tried the imagine song, but people are, they, we sense somehow that that's a possibility. You know, people seem to sense there could be that maybe, but perhaps not as much anymore. Cause it's, you know, that could take you out of the moment, right? Oh, it's going to get better. Well, why not let it be as it is? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I still think all this is an illusion, and I do think it's so funny that people talk. I mean, the vaccine thing—it's—it's it's pretty funny. Um, I mean, when people say they don't, you know, what's—I don't know what's in the vaccine. People don't know what's in anything. You don't know what's in your. People can't name the ingredients in their shampoo. They don't know what each ingredient is in their shampoo or everything they eat. I mean, people just didn't seem to care about anything. Lotions that they put on candles that they light nobody cared about what was in that but all of a sudden they cared about this and it's basically uh, it comes down to this people can believe whatever they want to believe you know whatever you want to believe believe it but when you make that belief uh part of your identity this is who i am i am this like i am a republican i am that what happens or or i am anti-vaccine when you become the belief other people's beliefs start to offend you like you take it personal because it's you've made it yourself when rather your belief should be separate off to the side you know i believe this i believe that and i feel like in society today people are making beliefs part of their identity can you see what I'm talking about there? Does that seem to make sense? Well, to me, what beliefs are thought patterns, like ju- and not just thought patterns, but juiced up thought patterns. I feel beliefs at a certain stage in the awakening, you don't need them at all. I mean, it's like we're already gathering all these thoughts. Once people uh-huh. quiet their mind, they'll see you. There's millions and trillions of thoughts going by at every moment for for all people pretty much until you become like the Buddha or something. And you could even mm-hmm. slow that way, way down, quiet it way down. And why would, it's absurd to sit there and try to make models out of that. And like, I'm going to live my life. That's me. And that's because that ends up creating your whole universe. You're sitting there in a world of your own models and beliefs. You're not seeing what's actually happening. And instead yeah. I suggest, you know, it's just thoughts. It's just emotions. It's just sensations. And, you know, like this, you probably heard this one before we talked about it on the other Joe Rogan show that we had Joe Rogan invaded <laughs> with his evil Joe, minions chanting Joe daddy, Brogan. daddy, white daddy. <laughs> Remember, it was the sky thing. And that's a good oh, question. Yes. On that episode, you said you had trouble getting into the sky. Are you getting into the sky more often? The sky is in. The awareness that allows all the sensations, thoughts, uh, beliefs, emotions, come and go, come and go. Where are you with that now? I mean, I'm pretty much, uh, I- I'm in it. 
I'm in this guy. I've been I've been doing a lot of like psychedelics lately. Uh, I took seven seven hits of LSD last week. I feel like things are com- becoming a lot more clear. Like my my pathway, my purpose. I'm kind of starting to see the bigger picture and like live very presently. I've been very present lately. You know, like when I even when I just go to the store and and I order something, I like you know, really look somebody in the eye and say, hey, how are you today? Like, it's it's not like this passive, like, how's it going, you know? Uh, so over the last couple of weeks, I've just noticed myself becoming uh, very present in the moment. And uh, it seems like things have become a lot better. I've A lot of my anxiety, uh, nervousness seems to have kind of gone away. Uh, I remember I used to think about public speaking and, and just the thought of getting in front of thousands of people, it would, I'd cringe. Like it, it was scary just to even think of it. Whereas as now, I think I probably could very easily, if somebody handed me a microphone, I could probably go in front of a thousand people and talk. It like, it's because I'm living presently and I'm not thinking about, oh, like what, you know, will they think I said this a certain way? I feel like a lot of my life I've spent thinking that way you know like what do what will they think if I do this so what will they think if I do that and a lot of my artwork I feel like I've been holding myself back in fear of what other people might think like what what will my friends and family think if I if I say something that's very uh like anti-religion because you know my family's religious and I kind of just decided like you know what these are none of these are are me. These are just personas. They're characters that I've created. And uh, I've kind of been going with that. And I feel like things have just been a lot smoother. And I'm kind of living in the sky more, for sure. Yeah, that is, uh, that is groovy. You know, it's interesting from, you know, this present perspective, is that when just being in the moment, just being like you just, if you feel tired, allow yourself to be tired. If you're depressed, allow whatever your human melodrama and senses and thoughts and emotions and beliefs and uh, whatever environment and scene you're at the store talking to a person looking in the eye, whatever's going on, like just, if you just be present with it, all, it's all transformed. It's all just clouds. Like we we're talking about. And um, it's just simplicity. It's all, it's this simplicity that's just so sweet. It's just so sweet. It's just like, the ability to just sit and just be with a flower or just you're just walking down the street each step you're with each step when you're doing a podcast are you busy listening to what i'm saying or talking about and no it's just like a flow here we are just being in the moment and here's he talking am i talking am i the doer you know i find that that's what a lot of these uh yogic gurus have said is just think i'm not the doer just that one thought is helpful to like totally get you into the present moment where you're just flowing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I find that super helpful. And it's just like, I, there's a lot of doing going on. And you say that to people like, and they think you're crazy because they're so, when they're, go, when they're doing something, they're doing something. They're not just letting it happen. They couldn't even conceive of that. They, they might get in that state when they get home from work and they sit on their chair and they're just like, oh, okay, now I feel like being for a moment. They're being. You know? Yes, exactly. And uh, I, I don't know if you noticed uh, that I like kind of quit Facebook. Like I don't really get on there anymore. I, I, I didn't delete 
Facebook, but I deleted the app from my phone, so I just don't get on there anymore. And uh, my whole perspective has really changed because I think I was just getting really annoyed with the redundancy. You know what I mean? Like people are just like, they just say the same thing over and over. And, uh, you know, I started Uber driving again, like people and like I'm making huge impacts, like people that get in my Uber, like I'm telling you anyone that if it's like longer than a 15 minute drive and we start getting into serious conversation, I say almost every single person before they get out of my car, they say, hey, this is the greatest Uber experience I have ever had because I am like telling I'm I'm being vulnerable. I'm, I'm an open book. Uh, I be as I want to see. I think people are are closed off. They they're they're afraid to talk about politics. They're afraid to talk about you know things that make them sad. They hold it all in. And I feel like I'm making a lot of headway with people, and I, I'm I'm making an impact in society. Just Uber driving. It's pretty pretty cool to watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's amazing yeah. how uh, I would put that as perhaps uh, allowing your humanity is that we we take birth from i took birth into this form and it's all like a big package and everything's already happened and it's all happening now and it's just like a big like uh, uh like a veins of a leaf and that's just how it is and mm-hmm. and it's just i don't have to get caught up in that i could just be like okay that's my, that's he's has this personality and he's got this happened when he was younger and this is going to happen in the future and it's all okay it's all all right i'm going to allow him to be that vulnerable and human and get hung up and you could just it's um what amazes me is how you can really be with something that's suffering and it you don't suffer it's just all right it's just like sandpaper polishing something and you're grooving with it and it's all right and there he is suffering and that's polishing and that's part of nature and that's the awakening and it's all the evolution of it and you know it's just the simplicity of just being able to rock it all and look at it all and be like it's all all right that all the horrible terrible dance of nature and the death and the birth and all the craziness and the suffering and the joy and the making love and the stars and the different planes of reality and it's all just okay and you could just be like okay it's okay here i am in it just seeing through it enough and this is what amazes me seeing how nothing special it is it's not suddenly i'm the messiah you know i'm gonna be a big guru no it's just (laughs) we all have this place a poodle has it a piece of shit the poodle pooped out has it like everybody all of it has it so to be in it to rest in it how is that such a big deal you know yeah and and you know you see all these people they they just focus all their energy on on such negative things and there's so much positive things that are around us i, I just i think that's where i like i started disconnecting uh, from facebook because i'm like man like everybody is just like complaining they're talking about uh like oh you know this is bad and can you believe what this person said and everything is is so like negative uh focused that um I don't know. I guess I prefer focusing on um, the more positive things in life. Well, yeah, well, about Facebook, I think it should be, I, you know, I, I have to say what I've done is I've unfollowed so many people and I just follow very few people and like pictures of saints. So through my feed, there'll be a picture of a saint, psychedelic art, 
a few people I follow, but like you're saying, it's so negative, and then there's so much ego and vanity, and I'm super special, starseed, blah, blah, blah. But that's all cool and all. I'm not against any. I get what, but it's like a drag. It seems to like I get lost in a little bit. If I just see like scroll through my feed for a little bit, seeing art, seeing like gurus, seeing like spiritual quotes and stuff, then that's groovy with me. And uh, like, yeah, yeah. So it's different. I, I think, think it's cool. possible you to see, find that sort of uh, way to approach it. But it's not for everybody. Yeah. Like you're saying, like what, what, like what about that side of it? I mean, maybe I should just because I think what happened was I just I started adding like a bunch of people started adding me during this like few months span. I was just accepting all these people. And uh, I feel like it's uh, there's just too many friends on there because anytime I would delete like, you know, like anytime somebody started talking about the vaccine thing, I just started deleting them. But what would happen, it was like, uh, you know, when that what's the story when you like cut off the dragon's head and like two more come back like. All of a sudden, there'd be like two more <laughs> random people because Facebook knew that I would get like a little triggered from it. So they're like, oh, this person over here, they're not normally in his feed, but they're talking about that thing that he's <laughs> triggered about. Let's put him in his feed now. And like they kept doing that. So and maybe I should uh, start like a new Facebook and just like really only add my friends because it's so hard to delete 5000 people like it takes you have to do one at a time and it takes takes forever no you bring up a good point because a few years ago people may not realize how this is true what rich is saying listeners is that facebook released that it has the artificial intelligence so smart about producing a a news feed that is positive or negative like that's their big category is negative will this upset the person or will this uplift the person and they toggled it so certain people would get all the negative as much as possible with a few positive thrown in. And then the others would get all positive with a few negative thrown in or something like that. And that was just an experiment, they say. But common sense, you know, if you study capitalism and, you know, they can make money off of it. So it, it turns, you know, it, they'll study what your, like, things you might purchase or you go on this possibly purchase and all that. And if it's negative, keeps you on there to buy stuff more potentially it will do, it's all a consumer driven. So if, if negative keeps you on that more, cause like you want to like talk, discuss it with someone, not you in particular, mm-hmm. but anybody out yeah. there. And it seems to be just geared around that and collecting, you know, data for use in manipulating the markets and so on like that. And uh, what, where's this free market that the libertarians talk about? Is that out there somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have I have been uh, more a lot more active on Instagram and I know Facebook owns Instagram and everything, but it feels like I'm just uh, and I do include a lot of my words on Instagram. Um, I feel, just feel like when I go through an Instagram feed, it's like I'm not really having to read about like latest news and like you know what people think and you know how everybody kind of group thinks in that in that way. I feel like Instagram, you know, I follow a lot of artists. And it's kind of similar when you were talking about when you go through your Facebook feed, when I go through my Instagram feed, it's a lot of art. Uh, it's attractive women. And yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> it's just like cool people. So, uh, yeah, I, can I give actually my Instagram name? Yeah, put, put it out there for people. All right. It's Macrocosmic Astronaut. Um, it's just all one word, all lowercase. Spelt 
like it normally is. Or or you could just search by the name like Novel Hayoka, which is N-O-V-E-L-H-E-Y-O-K-A. All right. Well, but, thanks yeah. for putting that out there, Rich. And uh, we're reaching near the end of the show. So I want to thank you for doing the show. It was an honor. Yeah, uh, I feel present. Like, um, so anyone out there, you know, don't hold on to any of this. All right. What's happening right now? As soon as this, you turn off this podcast, just be in the silence. You know, if, if you're going to exactly. listen to a podcast, are you going to listen to it to get worked up and get mad at any sort of ideas that are thrown out there? No, just, you know, quiet down, open up your heart. It's all all right. Thank you for listening to Under the Blanket Podcast. But ding, 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 you didn't listen to it. You are not your fucking ears, cracker. You are not your ears. You are not your eyes and all that sense and stuff. Sure, you inhabit a spacesuit, cracker. But backstage here and now, we it. We all it and we all one, cracker. So just get out of that cracker mentality and return to the blackness of Kali Ma. Kali Ma. Kali Ma. All right.